Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Miami Dolphins Inside Leverage, exclusively on the Fans First Sports Network. We are here joined today with Ryder McConville. Ryder, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure to be here. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Fins, you want to take, uh, take the bull by the horns here and get it started? Yes, sir. Hey, man, again, appreciate you for coming through. Real quickly, uh, can you, if you could just give us your your background um, so, so the, the viewers can know who you are. Yeah, just, I mean, quick background. I've done a lot of, like, scouting, working, like, within some recruiting, things like that. And I'm also just a huge Dolphins fan, so I just made a, started making a YouTube channel a couple years ago. And then I've had it for a few years, but I really started uploading last year, like, during the season, just breaking down Dolphins film. Love doing the NFL drafts, like, a big passion of mine. I want to be, like, a scout in the NFL. Uh, that's the end goal, but 
uh yeah right now just enjoying breaking down some film like i usually have been doing like two videos ish a day um except on sundays and then right now slow bye week but yeah enjoying it yes sir just uh, i have one one question for you wanted to kind of get your overall thoughts of the season and a little bit of your thoughts on the game yeah so i think starting with the chiefs game i think my biggest concern because people say you know the whole narrative dolphins can't beat good teams or whatever like that i think my biggest concern right now is when it comes to playing those good teams it's usually on the road and the offense is struggling to click uh like because everything is so like timing based within the offense and they just will have like at least one play during the drive that you know they have like a pre-snap penalty uh someone messes up things like that and it's just not allowing everyone to you know like because when they're in hard rock they're very difficult to stop and they haven't had a chance to play with like some of those top teams at home yet and then i think to be optimistic about is the defense is taking the next step because i st- still feel like the offense even if they're slowing down like i'm not too worried about them in the long run like they're still super talented and i think they'll figure it out but if the defense plays like they did against the chiefs i feel very good about the rest of the season after the bye they have you know a pretty favorable schedule for like the first five games and then just season as a whole i feel pretty good at it. i feel like more optimistic this year than i probably have in many years maybe like since i've been a dolphins fan like i know some people are down after uh, uh the losses to some of these good teams but like the bills game was like just a beat down they just lost it was the first time they faced a team like that on the road and it wasn't good but after that like the eagles game it was very winnable i think the eagles played a good game and they probably deserved that win but also it was probably the most one-sided game the Dolphins had, like, against officiating. And if that was, you know, a little bit different, they could have won that game. The Chiefs game, I think if that Tyree kill fumble never happens, like, it's which was a pretty fluky play, they could have easily won that game. It's just, you know, small things that I think they can work on and get better. And I still feel like, you know, beating up on, like, the, you know, worst teams is still pretty impressive to me because it's a week-to-week league and not every, no other team is beating every single team, even the bad ones. We're itching closer and closer. I mean, I agree. Um, go ahead, uh, OG. All uh, right, thanks for joining us. Um, my question is, I brought this up to the guys the other day. In the, the last drive, the miscommunication with SETI, and I know you watch all 22. To me, I, I was kind of frustrated because I'm like in a key situation. Why did you not look to the side where Tyreek and Waddle was? Because if you did, you would have seen Smythe break out pre, and all he had was the two defenders that was guarding Tyreek and Waddle, and that could have been a touchdown or, of course, first down or whatever. Do you think that he has to perform this last stretch to kill some narratives? Because I like seeing people saying that big games he's not showing up or he's not elevating. What is your perspective on that on that play and as far as that narrative? I think as far as the play, like I can understand that perspective for sure, like looking to that side of the field. But he, I, I think he also made the right, like it's not like a bad choice that he went to Cedric. It was just the miscommunication that really hurt that play and uh, took it away because they had like the look they wanted and they just weren't on the same page. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the whole narrative that he can't step up in big games, I don't really agree with that. And to me, he hasn't been the biggest problem on offense in the games they've lost. I think other things have been a much bigger issue with them. And I've seen him step up in like big games before. Like it's basically what he was known for coming out of college, you know, being at Alabama, like the game, like the Chargers game. I feel like he put the team on his back with Tyreek and then the the Ravens game last season. 
So there's examples of him doing it. I do think he needs to be more consistent, and I want to see it, but I think there has been some outside factors outside of Tua that have been like a bigger factor in those games. Hey, Ryder, I have a quick question. I, since uh, OG brought up the fact that you watched some All-22, I, I haven't had the time, unfortunately, to do that. Can you speak about exactly, I don't know if you were able to see exactly or you know have any uh, conclusions as to what exactly the Chiefs defense did to our offense to be so effective aside from, I, I know that there were some factors as far as, you know, mistakes that we did our own. We, we kind of shot ourselves on the foot a couple drives, but the defense, their chief defense was very good and effective in, in trying to slow us down. Is there anything that you saw specifically or anything that you can comment on that you can educate our listeners on? Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It was like a little bit of both. Like they shot themselves in the foot on certain drives and there was just certain, it was just situational play calling. Cause I don't think the chiefs did anything like, super special but there was like situations where like it was third down and they would bring like these db blitzes and clearly like they just had the number advantage to those sides and it really killed a few drives they also they played too high a lot of the games and um the dolphins actually had some answers for it like with some of the throws they were throwing on like these deep corners like because they were trying to play such hard inside leverage but they just weren't completing them because like they had the touchdown to cedric on the play tyreek dropped one him waddle in him like he missed waddle a little bit but waddle didn't run the best route either on another one like they're running like some things to counter it i just think it was more on the offense for not executing uh as a whole just not everyone like i also don't i didn't love a lot of the early down play calling when it came to like running some tosses and some screens i just don't think that was the way to attack the chiefs defense Hey, Ryder, I got six questions, but I'm going to try to get two in right now. Hopefully we can circle the wagon. But um, one of my one of my bigger things I, I pay attention when I see some of these games and kind of the narrative with the team um, is kind of, you know, Tua doesn't step up in big games. I, I, I look at that more as the team not helping Tua out in those big moments and whether that's the offensive line or, you know, two, three, and four catching the ball to make – key possessions and move the chains or score touchdowns. What do you think the run game, i.e. Raheem Moster, and you look at those key run plays that got us back in that last game um, in the inside, what do you, where, where do you think coming out of the bye week, we could be advantageous in that specific area? And also, um, I, I want to ask about kind of Durham Smythe and the, his block in the season, what you kind of think. Yeah, so to start with the, the first part, realistically, I don't think they're like, even in the bad games that the offense has had, like, I don't think Tua has played drastically different in any of the games. I actually think he's been pretty consistent. Yeah, like, I think you're right with the part about, like, it has been more of the team around them. And getting the running game going, I think it's going to be huge after the bye. Because, like, after the Chargers game from, like, the Patriots to, like, the Eagles game, it was a huge part of the offense's ex- success. Uh, they were very good with it. I think getting back A-Chan will definitely help with that, especially on a lot of the stuff they like, they've like. they been trying to run with Mostert, Ahmed, Wilson. Like Mostert can do it a little bit, but on all of those, those tosses, end arounds, jet sweeps, those are A-Chan's game. I do think they need to do a little more power running, get downhill inside zone, even outside zone, just allowing you know uh, Mostert to make some of these reads instead of like, because when they go in like these shotgun like crack tosses, like everyone's expecting it. And they just need to, uh, I think, go away from that a little bit. When, But the running game will be huge. I think getting Robert Hunt and Connor Williams on the field will also play a huge part of that. I think that's why Mike's kind of gone away from some of the inside running. Because Connor Williams and Robert Hunt as like a duo or like the 
run blocking guys for that O-line, and they have a lot of success running behind them. And uh, yeah, and then Durham Smythe. I think Durham has been like fine this season, like as a blocker, like basically what you would usually expect. He's not gonna like he's not like a super power blocker. He's usually just like a technique guy, get in the right position, win with leverage type of player if he can do that. And sometimes he gets beat by getting overpowered, or you know, some guys just a little more athletic than him. I do think like Titans one position I definitely will be looking heavily into in the draft because like I wanted Sam Laporta pretty bad last year, but he was. He was gone before the Dolphins had a chance to pick him. Uh, but yeah, I would like to upgrade at the tight end position for sure. What are some of the things um, you've picked up on watching film far as like some of the underrated um, players or, or aspects of, of the team that you picked up on? Some some things that you'd like to share with some people? Because I know what the broadcast view, there's a lot of things that you know, go under the radar or overlooked. So what are some of the things that you've picked up on um, on this team and some some of the under radar um, type players you've been um, picking up on? And then I also wanted to ask you just overall, what are you most excited about uh, going forth in this season? Okay, so for some underrated aspects, I think probably looking at some play, like I just talked about the tight end position, I think Julian Hill has done some good work in his a uh, little amount of snaps. Uh, definitely a player that I think has a future with the team. At least as, not like a tight end one, but as, I like him as like a tight end two, three guy uh, making an impact. I posted a video on Andrew Van Ginkle today. I think even in just playing, because he only played like 20 something snaps this past game, but he still just makes a big impact because Dolphins have been running more and more base with people coming back healthy and he can like drop into coverage. They were dropping Chubb into Phillips into coverage. It doesn't work as well. But it, Van Ginkle can play in that spot, and he's super versatile. And then also another player I want to mention before that like, I think is actually pretty valuable to the team that goes under the radar that hasn't played in a few weeks is River Craycraft. Like, he's a very consistent player, and like that chemistry he had with Tua on a lot of plays, and his, he's like the, blessed, the best run-blocking receiver as well. It's a pretty underrated factor that I think, you know, when it, like they've missed that as like a wide receiver three in certain situations. And, uh, and then the other question was what I was most excited for, right? Yes. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I think probably just watching the defense, like fully healthy, seeing how everyone works together probably, and getting A-Chan back. A-Chan was probably one of my favorite players to watch. He's super exciting. The explosiveness is ridiculous, I think. Like he is putting up insane numbers. But I think coming to the defense, because everyone's playing at a super high level like right now, like Jalen Phillips is playing out of his mind. Bradley Chubb's having his best stretch as a Dolphin. And then I think X just played his best game of the season and having him and Ramsey back. I think that the whole group is playing better because even the linebackers like Long, Baker, they're all playing at their highest level. They've played this season, even though I still think they can improve. They're playing like better than they were, which I think is a good thing. Just a lot of improvement across the board. I think the defense could potentially be like a, they played like a top 10 unit recently. And I just want to see if they can keep that up. What are some of the biggest differences you've seen on the defense from the beginning of the season till now? Yeah, biggest differences, definitely the play calling. Like Fangio's definitely expanded the playbook in certain situations. He was pretty vanilla early on. I think they're doing a lot more disguising pre-snap to post-snap with their looks. Uh, with the secondary back there, I think when you have like Holland and Elliott, who are a very good safety duo, and having Ramsey and Howard back there uh, really helps out with a certain play calling. And it, he's letting people play with a little more freedom than he was in the, the earlier games. And then I think the linebackers just being more consistent with their run fits, like they're playing pretty careless football early on. And I think that's a huge difference. So we, I want to go back to the, uh, the receiving core in, in, in the offense in general about, you know, having the third and fourth receivers. Do you think we need to put more packages, more, more involve more of our Barrios, even Smythe, and of course, um, River Cravecraft coming back because I think that's a key part of what's missing to kind of keep defenses honest and takes out less pressure off the the one and two, the the Tyreek and the Waddle. What do you think? Yeah, I do think like especially on third downs, like Barrios was a huge part of the, the for the team converting third downs, especially earlier in the season. I think they can go back to him as like that slot option. And I really think the Craycraft part's valuable is because he can rotate in like and take he can play pretty much every receiver spot, like go on the outside, run a lot of those like glance slant routes type things. And he's just always in the right spot, uh, get those things to two. And he's very reliable. And I think, you know, having him on like an opposite side of the field, sometimes he'll get less attention. And I think that would be uh, pretty helpful in certain situations. Hey, Ryder, uh, really quick. Let me ask you a question. Just, just kind of bait with that narrative that's going on, going on that, uh, when a Dolphins play physical teams, kind of throws off the timing. Is there something in our playbook? Is there something in our scheme when we get to December, January, and the game slows down a little bit? Is there something in our playbook? Because in my mind, I, I think of, you know, let's say, let's simulate to, a, you know, a playoff game where it's at home or on the road and the referees, you know, I, I'm not even bringing the referees and just the game kind of slows down. And let's just say our timing is and is off. What what what's next? What's next in the offense? Because I, I feel like in that Philly game, I feel like one of the things I was looking for is like, well, what's next? What 
what can we do next to kind of get us out of that rut? Is there something that you can kind of lean to that gives you, you know, a little bit clarity into kind of that question on what, what we can do, i.e. maybe like leaning on that inside run zone, I guess that kind of got off? Yeah, I was going to literally talk about the, the running game. Like, cause I'm thinking about like the Buffalo game last year, the second one where we played them in Buffalo and Mostert had like that big running game and it was like near snowing. It like started snowing towards the end of the game. Like they were pretty successful with that. I just feel like in that Philadelphia game, they just ran those tosses right at Hassan Reddick, like the first three rush plays and they lost like five yards. They killed drives and then McDaniel was like, okay, we're going to go away from the running game. And that kind of just killed the momentum of the team. Cause I don't think the team is necessarily like soft or finesse team because when they are running those types of concepts that allow you to be more physical they usually you know have some success at least they had in the season but they're running like it's more of like the play calling that i think can be a little too finesse at times like i think mcdaniel's done a great job but there's been certain situations where i think it could have been better especially in the eagles and chiefs game specifically and 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 Ryder, one last thing out the door uh, as as we as we finish and we we go into the home stretch, what carries us? What carries us? Is it the offense or is it the defense? Um, I think it probably depends like situationally, but I think it's going to be a little more of the defense in the second half of the season than it was more of the offense in the first half. Uh, but I think game to game it will it will differ and probably be a little bit of both from time to time. But I look to see the defense have definitely more of an impact in the second half of the year and probably get us some wins. Cause I feel like the defense hasn't had like a super defining like win yet. Like the offense played good in all the games they've won. Uh, so I want, I'm looking to see that. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, kind of chop it up with us as we are in the bye week, kind of get the overall evaluation of the team so far. And then, you know, looking ahead after um, as we head to the, Raiders game, wanted to thank you again. If you can let the folks know where to find your work, where to find you, um, so people, more people can, can can look at your content. Yeah, I appreciate it. Just Ryder McConville, name right there, just on YouTube, on Twitter, it's at RyderM25. Uh, just posting some Dolphins film breakdowns. We'll keep probably doing that during the bye week. During like the next week, like before the games, probably focus and get some previews of the Raiders game. And also just look at the like season, like mid-season stuff, like maybe McDaniel, like whole play calling video, maybe even like a Tua video, probably A-Chan returning, seeing the impact that he can make, that type of stuff, so. Awesome, Ryder. Thank you so much, bro. Appreciate you, man. man. Thank you for coming through. Thanks again, Ryder. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. You got it. Pleasure.